my loves, wonderful, beautiful human beings. You guys are amazing, literally amazing. I was just looking at the podcast statistics, the stats um, on my Buzzsprout um, podcast host, hoster, platform, whatever you call it. Um, And the number of downloads is just mind-blowing to me. And it just continues to grow by the hundreds daily. And what's even more impressive to me and more just I guess makes me feel so blessed and so loved and appreciative of all of you guys and just moved is looking at where all of you guys are located and it like breaks it down by like city and state or region if you're in a different country and it just mind boggles me that you guys are literally all over the world listening to our conversations joining me here in this space and I cannot be more thankful for all of you to continue to join me I really 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 truly cannot say that enough that you guys are the reason that this podcast even exists and it just blows me away and I feel so touched and so loved that all of you guys are listening from all over and you just continue to show up so thank you you guys are all amazing I love each and every one of you and yes I love this okay So I'm recording this podcast pretty short, pretty shortly after the last episode. So we don't have any questions coming in yet. And I realized that I might not always have a question um, from you guys coming right through when I'm recording. So, um, but of course, still send me your questions and whenever I get them, I will answer them. So if you did not listen to the last podcast episode, I shared that I have set up a way that you guys now can text me your questions it is safe it's secure it goes straight to my personal cell phone however it is not my personal number um but the number is 980-236-1576 you can text me any time of the day 24 7 text me your question for a chance to have it answered on the podcast and I guess when I say have a chance to have it answered it will be answered I promise you I will not leave you hanging without an answer um and it's of course anonymous Um, completely and 100% anonymous, no personal um, information will be shared, nothing to identify who you are or anything like that. Um, So yeah, super, super cool, super awesome way to go ahead and get your questions uh, answered because that's what this podcast is for. It's for you guys and I want to make sure that I'm delivering you guys what you, what you want, what you need. So with that, let's dive into today's topic. So um So last week I dove into what has been going on in my life for the first quarter of 2021 and my little bump in the road, so to say, and where my head has been at where, or it was, because now I feel like I'm really transitioned out of that and moving forward much more humbly than I was before. So I did touch on a topic in that episode and in my one of my recent Instagram posts is that this desire to lose weight never fully goes away in my opinion or or that it will be a very, 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 very long time before I think any of us could see that desire really diminish a hundred percent and I wanted to explain more about that I wanted to dive into it and elaborate because 
I feel like that's a very bold statement. Um, it's a very emotional statement. And I feel like it deserves to be unpacked. So <clears throat> that's what we're going to do right now. So what I mean when I say that it never fully goes away, I know that it really can look very different for all of us. So I feel like the best way to explain what I feel it means and what I feel a lot of us will experience is by sharing an example with me. And so for me, I the desire is always kind of in the back of my mind. Like it's way, way, way back there um, with the exception of that bump in the road I just had. Um, but really it's all the way, 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 way in the back. Um, whereas like if my body were to shrink, if I were to lose weight, if um, I lost body fat, whatever, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be sad. But I'm no longer actively pursuing weight loss. I'm not engaging in any behavior that is said to directly lead to weight loss. And any behaviors that I am engaging that, you know, might seem like I am doing it because of weight loss, really I'm not. It's for health. Like I'm no longer exercising on a regular basis in the name of weight loss. I'm not using exercise as a tool to navigate my way to weight loss. I'm exercising each and every day and moving my body in a way that honors my body in a way that feels good to me and for my health and my overall well-being of physical health, my mental health, emotional health. And if in the process I happen to lose weight, so be it. But if I don't lose weight, then who cares? So be it as well, because that's not what my intent is. Um, you know, and, and that goes with like my food choices and any choice that I make in my life from this point on. Nothing that I do is with the intention to lose weight. It is not a tool to get me to a smaller body. It's not a tool to get me to a different body at all, except a healthy body, a healthy, happy body. That's the only reason I do anything that it is that I do anymore. And so when I say that 1% desire still lingers, that 1% is not necessarily, I guess, a desire anymore. It's just a... I don't even really want to say hope because it's not necessarily even a hope anymore. Um, it's just like, a mm, hey, if it happens, oh, well, I won't be mad. Um, and, and I think that, you know, it does look very different for some of us. It, it might be hope for some of us. It might be a more of a desire for some of us. Um, it all looks and feels very differently because we're so unique and individualized. However, it, it's not ever going to fully go away. And there's quite a few reasons for that. Um, one, I mean, the biggest reason is that we all still live in the society that we do. We still live in, if you're like me, you live in America. And, you know, even if you are not living in America and you live in another country, I don't necessarily know what your cultures are like, but I mean, I'm sure it's pretty similar in the sense that diet culture is very prevalent still. And even though we have made so many moves and have come so far and changed so much in the last decade, when it comes to diet culture and body positivity, fat uh, acceptance, and, and everything in between, we still have so far to go. And we are still living in a world and in a society where fat phobia still 
exist. Standards of beauty still exist. And not just in diet culture, but, you know, I'm starting to really dive into the beauty industry. I'm really seeing how toxic that side of everything is with the standards. And, you know, it's in our career. It's in our success. I mean, society in general just perpetuates all these different rules and standards and a big picture of how everything is supposed to look and how we're supposed to live up to these certain standards and expectations that society, diet culture, everything in between has for us as humans and as for women. And at the end of the day, we're still exposed to all of that. So regardless of the work that we do internally, how hard we work on our own personal selves and and our own relationship with food, our bodies, everything else, we're still living in this world being bombarded with everybody else's idea of beauty, everybody else's idea of what's perfect, what's beautiful, what's worthy, what's supposed to be, what's quote, quote, good, what's not quote, quote, good. And, and, you know, there's just so much going on where it's so prevalent still in magazines and movies and television shows. And, you know, now with podcasts and, you know, we're hearing people's opinions more and, um, you know, people are writing books and, and social media is still a huge part and it will only probably get bigger as time goes on. So, you know, that portion that hold that diet culture and society still has on you know humans and setting those standards and expectations that's still there that's not gone even though we are doing such a beautiful job as a massive gang to dismantle diet culture and expose the toxicity and society all around and really cultivate a much more accepting holistic space in this world for all women of all bodies of all cultures of all ethnicities of all types of all everything it's still a very toxic place and we can't get rid of that like unless you cut yourself off from all internet connections you never saw a magazine cover never watched a tv show um and barely left your house i really don't know how else to prevent yourself from being exposed. Um, Even the relationships we have with other people indirectly expose us to other things too because of course they're going to share with us things that they hear, things that they see, their thoughts, their opinions, what they've heard of other people's thoughts and opinions. So we're just getting all this information all the time. So where does that leave us and why is that so such a big factor when it comes to that 1% still kind of hanging out forever is because until that changes, we're always going to want to fit in. There's always going to be that small part of you that feels that you're going to be more accepted and that you're going to be, I guess, I don't know another way to put it, but then more accepted and viewed differently um, by society if you were in a smaller body. And that's so sad. I mean, and when I say you're going to fit in and be more accepted, you're not going to be more accepted by anybody who's worth being accepted by because those who are worth being accepted by to to have them in your life and to have them you know respect you they will love you as you are today without being in a smaller body so those that would accept you better or accept you at all in a smaller body aren't even worth being accepted but we're human and because we've come from our whole lives living in this 
society and this diet culture ridden place, this world, we don't know any different, you know? So as much as we are on learning and working on our journeys and our relationships with our bodies and everything, it's it's unfortunate, but we're still being exposed to the toxicity. And we just have to work that much harder all the time to to counteract all that toxicity. But unfortunately, it does leave that small that small 1% where we would sort of feel almost like a sense of relief because while we do this work, I know there's times where even for me, it has felt like you have to sort of defend your body and defend that my body is just as worthy as anybody else's body. And it's sad that sometimes we are made to feel that way but we are and you know I'm not looking for pity and I don't think anybody else is looking for pity but it's just the reality that sometimes because there is the way the world is we do have to feel like we have to defend our bodies sometimes and because we know that this is a society that would still that there's still a huge portion maybe it's 50 50 I don't know Um, I I would like to say maybe it's like 60, 40 or 75%, 25, where more people are accepting of a variety of bodies of all bodies versus those who are still trapped in the toxicity that is diet culture and this toxic beauty industry with all their standards. But regardless, that toxic diet culture, beauty standard society still exists and They still try to say that we would be more accepted and better off if we were in a smaller body. So therefore, subconsciously in the back of our mind, we do want to fit in. I mean, we do. We we don't want to go out into society anywhere, going about our day to the beach, to the park, to the zoo, to the mall, to the to, to even your job, to work, and feel like maybe you're being judged or, you know, people are silently thinking negative things about your body. And, you know, yes, we do do the work to not give a flying F about all of that. And most days you probably don't. If you've been doing this for a while, maybe you're in a space where you really don't care what people think about your body and you could give two craps less. But at the end of the day, you're human. You are human. And if we were going to pretend that we were super robots and super magnificent unicorn magical creatures who really never truly cared or you know that we didn't have some moments where we did care or that certain things don't make us feel a certain way, then when we would... We would be saying that we're not human, you know, because truth is, even those people who do live in a much thinner body and a body that is socially accepted by the diet culture industry and that toxic part of this world, even those who are accepted by that entity and who would be praised and quote, quote, fit in to that society, they still feel just as human as we do. And they still have the same body image and and all of that all of those self-image issues that we do they're no different than us they just fit into that society standards and again we're just all effing human there's just no way around that so that one percent I just don't think is ever going to go away until we can live in a world where this toxic bullshit of of diet culture and the insane beauty standards when it comes to hair and makeup and you know clothes and this that and the other 
when we change the narrative altogether and diet culture doesn't exist and you know we truly live in a world where we're not micromanaging our weight and our body fat percentage we're not micromanaging our skin texture and our scars and our bodies and we are not trying to rid them of the life that is imprinted on them I mean because you can really think about it that's what we're doing like we're born as babies and most of us have super smooth skin and it's like free of blemishes free of imperfections it's beautiful it's so smooth usually I mean we're all pretty much around the same weight uh well I guess not really but you know what I mean like you haven't been exposed to toxic diet culture yet so you're like this perfect little thing and then as we we age and we get older and we go through things in life you know we have children, we get married, we have relationships, we, we meet friends, we experience traumas, we take vacations, we learn things, we get college educations, we learn trades, we have successful careers, we have fun, and that leaves imprints on our bodies, whether that's, you know, having babies, whether that's getting married, whether that's, you know, being in a car accident, whether that's falling out of a tree when you're a kid or when you're an adult and do something silly, whatever it is, All of what our body does throughout life is our life. It's a result of our life. And so why would we want to try to strip our bodies of all the life it has soaked up over the years? Why do we think that that doesn't make us beautiful? Like I'm very confused by that. So anyways, I hope you really get where I'm coming from in saying that the 1% is lingering because diet culture still exists. And once we can get to a world which I don't know if that's ever going to exist. I believe I will be long gone off this planet way before that happens, sadly. And I do hope that all the work that we're doing now and when a lot of us are long gone off this planet that, you know, there can come a point down the road where diet culture doesn't exist and these crazy standards aren't there and people are not made to feel like they have to live up to certain standards in any way, shape, or form and that we literally can have the freedom, the true 1,000% freedom to be who we are authentically and know that that is enough and nobody's trying to tell you differently because it doesn't matter right now that you know and that you 1,000% believe that in every part of your being that you are effing worthy as heck to to just be here to exist to show up exactly how you are there's nothing wrong with your body there's nothing wrong with you and you don't have to change a single thing to deserve everything you want in life you can believe that a million and one percent but there's still people out there that are telling you you're wrong and that's what's going to have that one percent lingering in your back of your mind and in your subconscious or maybe it's it's conscious maybe for you it's not something that is subconscious and that's perfectly fine too. The 1% how that shows up is going to be different for all of us too. For me, it's just like, hey, if my body changes and it's smaller, I'm not really going to be sad, but I'm not willing to do anything anymore that's going to directly lead me to weight loss because I know that those behaviors didn't work for me in the past. They never have. They usually don't work for anybody. And they just lead me to having a very toxic and unhealthy relationship with food, with my body, and with everything really. So yeah, I'm not doing that. That's what my 1% looks like. Your 1% might look a little different, and that's okay. I just don't want you to feel bad for having a little part of you or maybe a little bit bigger part of you, depending on where you're at in your journey, that feels like they are okay with weight loss or that they desire weight loss. That's perfectly fine. You are human.
but it's really what you do and how you act around that desire and those thoughts that I really urge you to check and to you know I guess analyze and see like okay what am I doing about this and how does this make me feel and and are these beneficial for me are these things that I really want to be doing and things like that because that's where things can start to get a little tricky a little messy you know we can still be engaging in things that are very harmful or hurtful to us and and truthfully we don't want to be doing them but we realize or rather I mean we don't realize that we're still doing them so definitely like I always preach check in with yourself find your why to things and and really dig from there and, and really just always know what where your body's at where your mentality is at and what you need in the moment each and every moment but I hope that that really shed some light on you know maybe this is what you're feeling and you feel bad about it and if that's been you and you've been feeling bad about it you've been beating yourself up and you've been so frustrated trying to get rid of that part of you I urge you to have compassion with yourself and just know that that's okay and it makes you human. And it doesn't mean you're a failure on your journey to body positivity and healing your relationship with with food and your body and fitness and, and everything in between. You're not a failure. You're a human being and you're doing beautiful things. You're doing brave things. You're doing hard things. You're doing strong things. You're doing amazing, fabulous things regardless of how you feel. You are human. You're beautiful and you're doing magical shit. I promise you. So, all right, loves, until next time, I love having these conversations. If you have a question, again, text me. Um, the number's down below in the show notes. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at the Amanda Murphy. I'm always in my DM. So if you ever sent me an Instagram message, I promise you I will see it and I will get back to you all the time. All right, guys, until next time.